Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Hello once again, everybody, and welcome to the Manny Diaz Show. Joe Zagacki with my broadcast partner, Don Bailey Jr. and University of Miami head coach, Manny Diaz. Canes have Pittsburgh this week at Heinz Field, 12 o'clock kickoff. Pitt leading the Coastal Division and should be a good one. But Miami coming off a great win, 31-30 coach against North Carolina State. Uh, two players recognized for the win, Tyler Van Dyke and Jalen Knighton, by a much-deserved and hard-earned victory. It was a tough game, uh, which we knew it would be. NC State's got a really, really good football team. Uh, no one had scored 30 points on that defense this year. Not many people had even come close. And uh, you mentioned Tyler and Jalen, um, well-deserved of their plaudits. And, and boy, did we need it. You know, we needed a big-time performance from Tyler, uh, made some crucial plays on third down, and then Jalen just continued where he left off. Last week in Chapel Hill, big-time runs, you know, big-time threat out of the backfield as well. Coach, let's go to it as well. Rambo, Charleston Rambo, again and again and again, just keeps coming up with play after play, and it's got to help the confidence of your quarterback as well. It does to have a guy like that, and I, and I would think that Rambo has asserted himself as one of the top receivers in our conference now. He really is playing at such a high level, um, and you know him and Tyler have a good, really good chemistry. You start to see that develop, and that's gonna at some point that's gonna help to dictate coverages. I mean, people are gonna have to try to take him away. You know, if that happens now, that's going to be other guys. I mean, we really feel like we've got some different guys that can hurt you. But uh, if you don't have a plan for him, he's going to do some damage. Can we talk about the way you started the game? A great three and out uh, on defense, and then a big third down conversion uh, on offense. That's a whole sidebar story. But uh, 11, I think 11 of the first 12 plays were pass plays. So very aggressive mindset by you and your staff. Yeah, we wanted to come out and be aggressive. Some of those might have been RPOs where they were called runs that turned into passes. Um, but, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, I think it starts with a great three and out by the defense. First time they ran the football, they went, it was tackled for loss. Um, great swarming effort, you know, forcing the punt. And as you mentioned, you know, we started fast, but you have to rewind it. We had a third and ten on the first sequence against the nation's number one third down defense. And they brought a blitz. They played cover one, you know, which is man-to-man -man with a safety in the middle of the field. And, Tyler threw a great ball to Harley. Harley made a really, really good catch on the sideline. And that was actually the last, just about the last time they played that coverage. And that got everything going. So it was a big-time throw. Tyler, you know, he kind of put the spotlight on himself. And they were going to try to heat him up early on and maybe teach him a lesson. And, and uh, he ended up teaching them one. Hey, Manny, you know, the victory made it uh, so nice for everybody, for the university, for the program, for you, the kids, everybody, the locker room. 
But during that football game, one of the guys that I was most happy for was Will Mallory. I mean, he made crucial catches and looked himself. You said he looked like himself, you know, and um, yeah, Will, Will's been through some ups and downs and it's, it's not easy. You no. know, these, these are human beings out there under those uniforms and um, the, no one wants to play and, and, and perform like Will Mallory does. Mm -hmm. He puts himself on such, you know, high standards and holds himself under such scrutiny. Um, and look, if you play the game, you're going to make a mistake sometimes. It's going to happen, and you got to forgive yourself. you got to let it go. And, and I think Will's done, he's done the hard work, you know, um, not just physically but mentally. You know, that's, that's a big part of the game as well. And, and, and he, looked, he looked fresh, he looked free, um, and he just looked confident out there and made some big plays. How about the play of, of Tyler Van Dyke? Uh, a lot of his throws were just beautiful throws. We mentioned the, the one to Rambo. He had touchdown to Rambo, the fourth down play. But his overall poise and confidence, uh, what are you seeing in his progression now as, as your starting quarterback? Yeah, you have to remind yourself that the guy's a rookie. I mean, he yeah. just doesn't play like that. And um, he's, he, you, you mentioned the reads. Uh, very rarely goes to the wrong place with the ball. Um, his accuracy was really good. Um, and, and, and threw the deep ball very, very well. You know, and, that, and that's such a weapon force. You know? You know, I mean, the play that, another play that stands out is the first play of the third quarter. You know, so they kind of get us on a sucker punch going into halftime, take momentum back, and in one play we grab it right back. You know, it's Rambo on a deep post and hit him right on stride. So, you know, those type plays make us a threat. And uh, and, and his confidence, you know, what he told himself, being critical of himself after North Carolina, trust yourself, let it rip. He started that from the beginning, and I, and I thought you saw a complete performance. You know, meaning when he says trust himself, meaning trust trust Van Dyke, he's also trusting that offensive line. He's trusting the receivers. And I, I really believe that I, I felt his confidence while we were calling the game that he'd get through any circumstance he was able to get through, and there was no hesitation. Yeah, you can see that. And I, and I think some of the credit's got to go to Rep Ashley as well. I mean, you you got to remember about Tyler. Tyler was splitting reps with Jake. You, you, you've got Derek as a starter, so you, you know, you're not even getting all the two reps. Because we wanted to keep that Tyler Jake battle going, you know. So it wasn't really until Central Connecticut week that Tyler and Jake started splitting all the reps. Mm -hmm. So Tyler didn't really start getting the lion's shares of reps in practice until the Virginia Virginia prep. So you're, you're talking about three games, three weeks. So um, the way he's grown since then, um, and the way that Red has really done a great job of, of bringing him along and and not giving him more than he can handle, I think has been a big key to our success. You showed a lot of confidence in your defense and your offense. Fourth and three, fourth and three, was it fourth and three? What, uh, fourth and short from the 47-yard line yeah. early in the game. And then a beautiful call, the wheel route to, to Knighton for the touchdown. Yeah, it was a fourth and one. And uh, it was we had, we had a third and long. And um, Tyler threw a really nice ball to Keyshawn. We just got stopped a little bit short. And we felt like we had a play. You know, they're on fourth and one. A lot of people try to run it, try to get a yard. Mm -hmm and they were going to sort of sell the farm and bring everybody up and try to blitz us out of a, you know, the ability to run the football. And we had a play that, that you know, might have had a ch chance to pop Jalen out of there, and, and, uh, and we went with it. And the reason why, really, is because NC State's hard to score on. So if you feel like you've got one that might be a shot that you might have, you know, it's kind of like doubling down in blackjack. And we kind of think, hey, the odds, you know, may be in our favor. You know, I mean, well, we've, we've got a, a face card and the dealer's got a six. Let's go ahead and, 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 and double down on this, and that's exactly what we did, and, and the result was a touchdown.
Coach, share with us as much as you can. This is uh, maybe should be for the breakdown segment, but in situations where you're going to go for it on third, uh, third down or fourth down or a crucial situation, how long, how long do you give yourself to make that decision and where does the information come from? Very often, um, Rhett and I have talked about that even before it's third down call. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, play sequencing has become a big thing now in football, NFL, and college level. Um, you may have a third down to 12, and if you know that you're going to go for it on fourth and four, you, you may throw it short of the sticks. And that really makes it hard to defend defensively because, you know, obviously I can think of the game through both sides sure. because you, know, you may think third and 12, hey, let's just play coverage. They throw it short, tackle it. Normally that's a good down. You run the field on defense. But now, hey, they made it fourth and five. That's a go if the ball is at your 35-yard line, let's say. So um, that's really changed. It's hard, to def- it's hard to stop people – Hard enough to stop people in the college ball now if they got three downs to get ten. If they got four to get ten, it becomes really hard. So, so we communicate. We, you know, we use analytics. We, you know, we've got a book that's got every situation, every yard line the ball could be on, and what it recommends. Um, we don't, we don't, one hundred percent always follow the data on the analytics, but it gives you a guidepost. To me, and that's why I always say it's like being at the blackjack table where you know what the odds are, mm-hmm. uh, you know what the proper play is. That doesn't mean the proper play is always going to get the proper result. You know, but like like going back to playing cards, you know, you make the best information based off the odds, you know, and trying to minimize the risk and maximize our potential. That's but there's still instinct, right? I mean, you still have a feel and a flow of the game. And that's an example of what we talk about. It wasn't just going for it on fourth and one at the 47. It was they are going to probably run zero pressure, bring the house. And if they do, it's going to be very, very hard for them to cover Jalen on a wheel, the way that we structure up the formation. So, and we can actually, that is part of our breakdown today, is we can unpack that more. But that's, that's one of those ones where it, it may have been beyond just a fourth and one strategy. It was really the situation beyond that. They, uh, they North Carolina State came into the game, very good running football team. Big left tackle, really run well to the left side, person and night, two really good running backs. You held them to about 3.3 yards per carry. So the run defense really had a big impact on the game. I think that was the key to the game for our performance defensively. They, uh, they, as you mentioned, they had run the ball well. They had games where both both backs had, had over 100 yards rushing. Um, the one game that they had lost, they had, did not run the ball well, and that was at Mississippi State. And if you if you remove the fake punt, which really wasn't against our defense, they they only ran for 70 yards total. Um, and so I thought that was crucial. You know, the quarterback. He threw for more than he wanted, but he threw for 300 on Mississippi State, and they beat him as, as well there. So we kind of felt that that would be the, the, the framework towards victory, and it turned out to be true. Coach, a young man that, you know, we talk James Williams, James Williams, James Williams, but we got to start saying Cam Kitchens, Cam Kitchens, yeah. Cam Kitchens. He, he just shows up, and I, I mean, that's, that's a term in this sport, but it really means a lot. You can have everything you want, but if you're showing up, that's the guy that you got to get in on the field. He does show up, and, and, he, and he has shown up since – Scrimmages. I mean, there, there's, there's, there hasn't been a time where we've been in a competitive situation where Cam hasn't just popped up and done something, and um, it was creating turnovers early in training camp. It just, he just, he just was noticeable. I mean, mm-hmm. you show up is a, is a great way to say it. So yes, I mean, the two of them are are, are both doing a fine job. You know, again, I got to give credit to T. Rob. That's not easy to go out there and play with true freshmen with all the different formations, tempo, motion that you're getting now in college football. But those guys are. Um, they're mature beyond their years, and, and, and they're doing a great job of handling it. And uh, the key is, can you improve? Are you, you know, do you want to play well for a young guy, or do you want to improve and play well for a Miami Hurricane big-time guy? And I think both those guys have those aspirations. Uh, well, staying in that part of the field, uh, it was announced you're going to lose Bubba Bolden, looks like, now for the year. How will that impact your rotation at safety? Yeah, it's a big loss. You know, I mean, Bubba, um, 
you know, he's an outstanding safety. He's, he's, he's such a great verbal communicator, probably the best one we have in the back end in terms of seeing formations, understanding, you know, checks, those type of things. So it's a big loss. So again, you know, a lot more falls on, you know, guys like James and Cam and, you know, you've still got Gervin, Isaiah Dunson will play safety. And, and then we got Avante Williams feet wet on Saturday. So those five guys will, will, will be able to handle the job. Um, you know, we'll rotate the snaps as performance dictates um, during the week. But uh, we're, we're sad for Bubba, you know, because Bubba gave a lot to this program and, and, and laid on the line. And, and just it was, it was similar to the Gainer situation, just couldn't function anymore. And you just felt bad for him being out there. It's hard, it's hard, it's hard position to play when, when, you know, you've got, you know, basically one arm. But um, he's done a lot for our program, and, and we wish him best on the next level. Manny, historically this game, everything that's been talked about is always leadership. And, and I look at this season, and you lose De'Eric King, which I believe had his big, changed his program as much as anybody the last sure. couple of years, if you look at it. Then you're losing, he's a captain, then you lose Corey Gaynor, and then you lose Rivers, and now you, you lose uh, the running back, you lose Cam Harris. And now you go over here and you lose another guy that was a leader. And it's, you're just resetting leadership week after week, and that's got to be a huge challenge. It's remarkable. It's been very unique uh, to have Cam Harris is another one that was a leader right. that we lost. Uh, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a, a, a year like that where not just so many injuries, but injuries to captains. captains. Right. And um, um, I think one of the keys to our entire football team and one of the keys to our performance on Saturday against NC State was the emergence of Tyler Van Dyke, the leader. Mm. You know, because both sides of the ball, similar to what happened when Dierra came into our program, we just didn't have that guy that the whole locker room believed in. That's why Derek King changed Miami football. And I think Tyler last week finally began to accept that role. Very brave because obviously he had a great second half performance in Chapel Hill, but to go out and say, I'm that guy, and I think this, and I think we can do this, and I think we can do that, he breathed confidence into our football team. And that's something that was in short supply for us over the first month of the season. And I, and I think that picked everybody up. Um, the way he backed it up, you know, we mentioned the first third down throw. I think, that, I, I think that got it all started. And I think we looked a different outfit because of Tyler's leadership. Okay, we got Pittsburgh coming up on Saturday at 12 o'clock. We'll talk about the Panthers. Uh, big game for the University of Miami as we continue on the Manny Diaz Show right after this. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.